Florida. The Sunshine State. Its balmy winter climate and natural beauty have made it America's vacation land. The ultimate paradise for fun. But everything isn't always as it seems. <laughs> so you're just going to steal someone else's intro? Yeah, it's for a new story about a toxic lake, the untold story of Lake Okeechobee. Hell yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. That's uh, all credit to weather.com. <laughs> for summarizing our whole podcast basically in you know one beautiful little snippet we can steal from them because they have weather.com like that's an insane domain right they're so rich like so rich they're laughing all the way to the lake okeechobee toxic dump <laughs> so yes we are talking about Florida and, you know, everything that comes with Florida because we live on the Gulf Coast. Of course, if you listen to our other podcasts or some of my other podcasts, you might have found us here. But basically, it's myself, Cassandra, and my brother, Zach. Hey, Zach. Hi. We're pretty much like on the opposite ends of the spectrum with Florida. I feel like you hate Florida and I love Florida. Florida is, is a disgusting mess, but it's okay. Right. Well, I'm starting, I don't know. I'm starting to come over to the dark side um, because our water is becoming uninhabitable. Like you can't swim in it. You know, just take a journey with us. Imagine that you're in a club with no mask in a humid summer day in Hulk Hogan's restaurant slash bar. And, <laughs> you know, all is right One with the, of the world. Three that got closed down. Mm hmm. <laughs> maybe you're in mar -Lar largo yeah you want to take that take two on that no i don't know i just don't even want to think about trump fuck it <laughs> you fucking liberals always say oh i don't want to think about trump but then you bring him up like every moment you can <laughs> anyway oh yeah you dip your toes in the warm bath water of the florida gulf coast not yet knowing it's filled with pollution did you hear about this recent pollution activity in the bay we're we talking about red tide yeah red tide and piney point like really right okay what does a release of 480 million gallons of radioactive toxic sludge and water do for real estate values um i mean it really hasn't had any effect on our real estate market at all actually houses have only gotten more expensive in this area which is crazy like beyond measure but did you know that the stuff that got spilled into the bay was radioactive i did not know that that's, <laughs> yeah. that's almost comical it's perfect florida oh it's horrible so now i feel like you know what's the point of even living here there's um people are posting videos of dolphins just like floating around dead in the water um, I mean, dolphins suck, though. They deserve it. Right. Well, yeah, I guess. But essentially what happened is in Piney Point, there was a leak. They it basically they had to let it out into the bay and all of the nutrients from it fed the red tide, which is an algae bloom. And now we have like a lingering red tide that refuses to leave the coast. So even though we're a tourist industry and that's the reason that we're not forcing people to wear masks during a pandemic, we can't, you know, people really don't want to come here right now because the red tide is so bad. It just like smells like dead fish everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's truly disgusting. Like, uh, I'm not much of a beach person because I am terrified of both sharks and alligators. So I really shouldn't be in Florida, but I am. 
but right. uh, when I do go to the beach, it's just so fucking gross. Like I hate it. I didn't think it was gross. I thought it's, it's amazing. I usually spend every day at the beach after work. Um, and now I just feel like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back in the water like ever. It's insane to me that you would get in the water. I didn't like, know it's polluted. How did you not know? I haven't been around Florida for a while. You know, I've been out of state. So I gotta, we got to get up to date on this whole Piney Point thing. Yeah, so here's what Fox 13, our local television network had to say the, the threat of a large-scale breach of contaminated water is over at the piney point phosphate plant but the water is leaking from the pond and it's causing a lot of concern in tonight a dive team and an underwater submersible are inside the pond hoping to find a way to plug the leak fox 13's kimberly cuisson is joining us now from the site and kim so crazy <laughs> what why is it so always us there's somebody trying to plug the leak Shut the fuck up. Oh my God. I didn't know that that happened. <laughs> I like that. It's like, oh no, it's so toxic and deadly. And then they got a guy in there like, oh shit, I'll try to plug it up guys. Right? Like, oh my God, that's wild. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> that's right, Chris. It began back in the 1960s when they came up with the plan to build the plant and it didn't take long for the controversy to begin. The plan to build the Piney Point fertilizer plant here raised alarm among those who feared serious environmental damage. Glenn Compton heads the environmental group Minnesota 88, formed to stop the fertilizer plant at a proposed oil refinery. They stopped the refinery, but the fertilizer plant would cause environmental problems, just as they predicted. Piney Point is located in one of the worst possible locations you could have in the state of Florida. It's adjacent to Tampa Bay. It's near Bishop's Harbor, which is uh, outstanding Florida water, which is supposed to be protected. Pollution filed the pristine waters as early as 1970. Years later, at least two acid clouds were accidentally released. The owner, Mulberry Corporation, declared bankruptcy in 2001 and abandoned the plan. Whatever could go wrong has gone wrong at Piney Point over the decades of its existence. In the early and mid-2000s, there were fears a hurricane could cause a catastrophic breach, and there was discussion of larger controlled releases of wastewater into the bay. The late environmentalist Jan Platt in 2003. Obviously, they've decided to take that risk, but uh, we locally did not want them to take that. Another plan had a pipe... Cut her off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough talking, you hippie. You dead hippie. Jesus, man. The, the concerning thing really is that, um, well, besides the fact that it's killing all of our wildlife and it's horrible, um, there's plants like this all over uh, the state of Florida and all over the country, really, because it's from um, cows, of course. So. Fucking cows, man. Fucking cows. So that was fun. <laughs> well, in, what are your thoughts on on red tide and the uh, the, the the killing of our beaches and... Uh, what are your thoughts? What should we be doing about that as as people, me and you? Probably moving out of Florida. Like it seems yeah. so far beyond us, which I guess is why Florida is such a shithole. 
Exactly. Um, I really don't think there is anything that can be done. Even these homeowners are so pissed and like uh, the rest of the people just mostly they're like you, they stay inside year round. They don't go to the beach. So they don't really care if the water is polluted, you know, which is fair, fair enough. You know, I, I get it. Like the earth will cleanse itself kind of thing. And I think that's kind of where I'm at at this point. It's like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not Aaron Brockovich. I'm not going to stop them from being able to like you know, kill the dolphins. So I guess last summer was my last summer watching dolphins at Honeymoon Island. Fuck I'm sure dolphins. as we've said in the past, and as we'll say in every episode going into the future, fuck dolphins. Yeah, well, I'm sure that, you know, it'll clear up eventually and there will be good years. But the permanent chemicals that live in a lot of the things that we use are scary. It's like scary to think about swimming in that water. I guess I never really considered it. And then when I was researching this, I found out that a couple of years ago, there was a red tide um, from the same issue. There was the same kind of leak that happened, but it was in the Okeechobee and it killed off like the most biodiverse area of forest in South America or in North America. It's crazy, like really crazy. Like they really just destroyed a whole ass part of Florida and like all hundreds of species for pollution. It's it's really upsetting and crazy. And I didn't know a lot of this was even happening until this newest incident happened. Hell yeah, Florida. <laughs> okay. Now that we've talked about, you know, toxic lakes and all that. Let's talk about something more lighthearted. <laughs> our next segment, our next section is going to be vacation. Vacation. That's the one. Okay. Okay. Where, ooh, where, where is our yuppie couple vacationing? Oh, ooh, okay. All right. Uh, there's this, the sand pearl in Clearwater Beach. mind it's definitely the rugrats on those jet skis <laughs> interesting because to me it's pokemon the first movie or whatever whoa yeah. okay oh. yeah i like it so yes today we're taking a vacation to the sand pearl resort in clearwater beautiful clearwater florida clearwater beach not not scientology land which we'll get into in another episode i'm sure maybe unless you know we don't want to get killed muck ducked oh, yeah. Uh, censor the word Scientology there twice. Just put, yeah. put something else over it. <laughs> nice religion. Add that. Right. <laughs> Come on. Jessica from Tampa. So why is she coming to Clearwater to stay in a hotel? I don't know. That's, I mean, that's weird. That's the first step, right? Like if you're going on like a staycation where you're only going to stay like a couple miles away, it's weird to drop money on the sand pearl. Yeah, that is. It's very methy vibe. Like. <laughs> You don't have meth money to get into the fucking sand pearl. Oh, that's true. It's crack. It's crack vibes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Jessica L. <laughs> probably have to uh, take that out. She says... No, she left this review publicly. We're allowed to fucking, you know, read her review. That's what it's for, right? We're, we're getting information on uh, the sand pearl, whether or not we're going to stay there. That's true. No offense, Jessica, Jessica about a, the crack. If you, <laughs> yeah, if, you, if, you, if you see Jessica... Don't, you know, she might be on crack, but don't, don't tell and her we said As it. Eugenia Cooney once said, no offense to anybody that does a crack or anything like that. <laughs> so Play. someone was like, you look like a crackhead. She's like, oh, well, I don't do crack guys. Well, but no offense to anyone that like does crack or anything like that. 
because she has a large audience in Florida. Queen. So absolutely, 100%, the worst travel experience of our entire lives. We were checked into on the 4th of a July weekend around 2 p.m. Our room was not ready yet. Totally normal. So we were told to go ahead and enjoy the amenities. That was exactly what the plan was. Oh, good. She's a planner. I changed our three small boys into their bathing suit and went down to the pool. We were able to find and grab two chairs. My husband had not changed into his pool. Oh my God. Entire yet. Entire, not attire yet. So he dedicated himself to sit and hold the two chairs while I went to the bar to grab a drink for us. All right, let's take a pause really quick here and let's try to figure out what her issue is going to be. What do you think the issue that she has with this establishment is? This woman has a drinking problem. I'm going to tell you that right now. She has, she's angry, angry energy. The cards are telling me she, she doesn't like that her husband watches porn. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, I got the same vibe, so it's crazy. Okay. <laughs> I think her complaint's going to be that somebody was rude to her, maybe a staff member. All right. Here, here's my hypothesis here. I think the husband is holding the two chairs and the wife is going to be getting the, the, the drinks or whatever. She's going to come back to a kerfuffle because someone's like, you guys aren't saying here. You guys can't be here. Because <gasps> I know from firsthand experience that they do that. Not very successfully, but they do try to do that. So I think that's what's happening. Here. Oh, because she did mention at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like we're, we're not. I yeah. think this woman didn't did not at any point have a reservation at the Sand Pearl. I think right. that she because she's from Tampa. She didn't go to she didn't pay to go from Tampa to, to Clearwater to fucking stay at the Sand Pearl. Right. I right. suspect that she went down there to get drunk and to swim with her kids. And that's what the, the let's, so let's just, we'll Ooh, see. Okay. We might be wrong. We might theory. be wrong. I don't do, and just like, you know, I don't really do hotels to go swimming. I like to break yeah. into apartment complexes and use their that's pools. That's the way to do it. Yeah. They're chill. So she goes on to say to make an, ex- Jessica says to make an extremely long two hour short in an upset review we were harassed by the security guard of a total of five times. He was, oh, <laughs> he was claiming we were not guests, nor uh, were, wow, you were right. Shit. I'm so fucking right. Damn. Um, nor were we on the check-in list. We have him, we have him both my husband's last name and then my hyphenated last name. He claimed we needed to leave and go back up to the front with him. Absolutely not. As I had three toddlers swimming in the pool, he proceeded to have his team of managers out and also tell us we did not have a room. My husband showed them our baggage ticket and our valet ticket. The most absurd situation again. The valet ticket thing. That's how we would sneak in. We would just we would just roll up to the valet, tip him like 10 bucks and then just have him park the car. And then you fucking you just go get drunk. Like that's how you did it. Yeah. Right. So you didn't have know. a reservation. Like it's so clear to me that they, they had no reservation. This is straight white lotus <laughs> I don't right know here. What that means, but I love it. 
Oh, there's a show out on HBO right now called White Lotus. Everyone's watching it. And it's like about class consciousness. But it's these people that are vacationing in Hawaii, a whole bunch of random people. And you're following their stories. And this is literally a storyline from that show. Okay. Yeah. She says, my husband showed them our baggage ticket and our valet ticket. The most absurd situation again to date for us. Melissa, Eric, and Jordan seemed to settle down and it felt like they were going to walk away and leave us alone. Reminder, three night beachfront king suite we booked. Not an inexpensive trip. And to be harassed for a total of two hours, being told we did not have a room and could not stay and enjoy the amenities was the most unprofessional and unwelcoming hospitality service that I have ever encountered in my life. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, I'd be pissed if I thought I had a reservation and that happened, I guess. Um, but why didn't you just like go to the front desk? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't toddlers in the pool. Well, like get them out of the pool and go to the front desk. And that's how you make your point, ladies. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, because I almost squared up with a 17 year old lifeguard at the swim splash pad today. That's how you make a point. He's trying to tell me it's full. I'm like, okay, we're just going to stand here with my screaming toddler until it's not full, I guess. And then he let me in like two minutes later. So that worked. (laughs) Um, Like you drag your three wet kids into the office and you're like, hey, I have a reservation. She goes on to say it was disgusting and demeaning. Um, We had to leave the resort with nowhere to go on the 4th of July weekend. Oh, damn. Why did they have to leave? the? Oh, I skipped. I thought it was going to be boring. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Oh, my God. Probably because she didn't have a reservation, but still. I know, right? Not only was this bad, they continued to group off to discuss the matter right in front of us and other guests. It was disgusting and demeaning to watch four grown adults in the hospitality industry not only treat us as if we were trespassing and criminals, but then had the nerve to discuss it several times in corners of the hotel in front of us and other guests. I walked around the corner and watched Melissa mouth, here she comes. Oh my God. We had to leave the resort with nowhere to go on 4th of July Why? weekend. Yeah. Right. Like wait, what, wait, wait, did wait, she call wait, the wait, cops? Wait, wait, wait. What? Scroll up, scroll up a little more, a little more. Keep going. Okay. Jessica L now scroll down. Look who typed the review underneath that. <laughs> That's her fucking husband. Oh my God. There, there's so much. I'm so excited. All right. Okay. All right keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, this fuck. is just the podcast now. Like, fuck the ocean. For real, fuck the we, ocean. We, we'll meet Bob. I want to interview Bob so bad. Right? This is just should be our podcast. Fuck them. <laughs> we had to leave the resort with nowhere to go on the 4th of July weekend. We had to call the boss, Boss Nassar, and explain the situation to him. And he was able to find us a spot, a completely different city and hotel. We are appreciative to him, of course, but we ended up spending more money at a location that was a much different vacation that we had planned for the kids. The managers at Sand Pearl not once apologized to us. Oh my God. <laughs> so it, it ends with a bang. So he waited for her. Oh, okay. The manager at the Sand Pearl had not once apologized to us and let us leave the hotel upset and put my little boys back into the truck to leave a vacation they were so excited to have. Well, that is pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised the cops weren't involved, to be honest. I mean, yeah, usually Karen's around here. They start shooting or they start calling the cops. Mm-hmm. 
So to top that off, after all of this, my wife walked away to grab the boys' towels to get out of the pool. And the lovely security man followed her to the towel stand. (laughs) Wait, who's writing this review? I think it's the husband, but I think he was posing as the wife at the beginning. Very weird. Very weird behavior. He waited for her to get her towels, and then he proceeded to tell the girls on duty that she was not a guest at the resort and they shouldn't have given her the towels to dry her kids. Final straw. Completely disgusted. Like her kids? Aren't they your kids too? Yeah. Well, Mm. maybe not. Maybe Bob lives in Clearwater. And Mm. uh, I'm assuming that Bob underneath, there's another review underneath by Bob L. I'm assuming that's her husband. Guess what? We had a room. They figured it out after all of that, yet no one apologized or tried to make it right. But like, what's the proof of that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess who are we to demand proof that this random lady didn't have this bad experience, but still fuck it. If you're going to fucking write this on someone's Yelp, you need receipts. So we had no choice but to leave the resort after this. We could not spend the next four days and three days at a resort that treated us this way in the first one to two hours of checking in. Since then, I had had a work meeting planned there and a girl's trip planned there. So now it's a girl again. I have had them all canceled and moved to a business that actually cares about their guests. Security man, Eric, Melissa, and Jordan, did you actually sleep well that night after the terrible targeted behavior towards a young family? This is now almost one month later, and clearly we are still upset. Shameful. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I love it. Eric and Melissa and Jordan, your heroes, if you hear this. Shouts out. Again, it's, it's so funny to me that like, it's entirely likely that this story happened exactly the way that she said it. But I will not agree with anyone that writes a one-star review of anything. No, like, they're bullies. No I know that they're bullying this poor people. <laughs> like, oh my God, I feel so like, bad I for these employees. There was some shit going on there that we don't know about. Yeah, and then Bob L. writes a one-star review under it. The restaurant is by far the worst restaurant on the beach. I wouldn't give you a mi- I wouldn't give you a minus to this place. Sucks. It's terrible. Never go there or you get overcharged for crap. Wait, so <laughs> when was that? When was this review? When was when was so it was like does it say seven yeah, oh seven thirty one? All right, so Bob, Bob might be clear. Mm. I think Bob might well no, because she did say it's been more than a month. No, she said almost yeah, a month. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So that's probably right when they were there, right no, when they left. That, it says almost a month later. He got a little taste, you know. <laughs> so uh, trying to scam him. He he went there, right? He goes to the restaurant, says, "Oh, I'm getting food poisoning. Got free uh free food, right?" Then brings his whole family back to the sand barrel. Tries to get them in the the pool for free. Tries to get some free drinks, maybe, and then they weren't having his shit. Exactly. Theory. Exactly. Because it's weird that he says the owner sent him to another hotel. Like yes. what? What does that mean? In another city. Like, what are you talking about? Like, was this sex trafficking? What's happening? Uh, <laughs> like, that is some shit you would say. Like, what's going on? Like, I really don't understand. Yeah. Um. So, all right, cool. McDonald's and it has 33 reviews. Coincidence? I think not. Why would that be? I don't get what's the coincidence. 33, you know? What, no, I don't. What is it? <laughs> what the coincidence is? <laughs> It's just like a really prevalent number. You see it all the time, all the time. I don't. Yeah. 
in everything. Okay. Now that okay. I said that, you'll see it all the name, time. Name one time you've seen 33. Okay. Um, Larry one. Bird's jersey. Larry Bird's jersey. What are you talking about? I don't even. Is it a sports <laughs> ball? Yes. All right. Larry Bird. No, no. It's like, no, that's no, like no, a really no, big. No, um, motherfucker. We're still, we're still looking. What does this mean? It's a really 33. big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 33 is like a really big conspiracy thing. Like people always will be like, oh yeah, 30. It's a 33 degree Freemason. Um, Dude, I know a 33rd degree Freemason and he's a fucking idiot. Like, he's just like the big, you know him too. You've met him a few times. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> this is a McDonald's in Orlando. I think we should do a couple of these because they're, they're fucking iconic. But this person is from Texas. He's there for Disney World. Oh, okay. Absolutely terrible, Thomas C. says. Absolutely terrible. Customer service. Cashier talks start, to you. Start over, you sloppy fuck. Okay. That's <laughs> one sentence. Thomas C. Absolutely terrible, Thomas C. says. <laughs> Customer service. <laughs> it's like Macaulay Culkin delivering Just lines take, in The Good Son. Just take two <laughs> fucking takes, man. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, Lord. Thomas C., absolutely terrible customer service cashier talks to you as if you are a brother and doesn't want you to order more food it says bother oh (laughs) i thought this person was being casually racist until i read it talks to you as if you're a brother which is possibly like an old person way of being racist now right (laughs) brother a brother i haven't heard that in a long time yeah (laughs) absolutely okay let's try take three we got this thomas (laughs) thomas c says absolutely terrible customer service cashier talks to you as if you're a bother and doesn't want you to order more food just to come and find out he has his airpods in (laughs) sorry for interrupting your music pal then once we got our food we didn't get ketchup And while we're waiting, the people working are just talking and getting pissed when we ask for ketchup. Then the food was cold and there was plastic in the fries. Really classy. Attached (laughs) is an image of the plastic (laughs) in the the fries. Can you click on that image and make it bigger for me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's some funny shit. All right. So, Hmm. you know, joining in on my um, I, I hate all Florida Karen's, even though this one's from Texas, I don't buy this man's story at all. Let me tell you why. I think this guy wanted a paycheck. I don't buy this man's story at all for two reasons. One, hmm. that is clearly part of the straw of a uh, McFlurry. <gasps> the back of a McFlurry straw. Which I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, yeah, but they could have just like had that in the back and accidentally let it get into some fries. Why the fuck would that happen? That machine's mm-hmm. nowhere near the fries. It would have had to have been an intentional act from the McDonald's employees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Furthermore, furthermore, have you ever gone inside a McDonald's and got food and then they give you ketchup or do you get ketchup yourself? Right. That's what I was thinking. I'm like lazy. You walk over to the thing and get the ketchup. What is he talking about? You piece of shit. Liar. Come, come to my house and fight me right now, Thomas. See, I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) The same McDonald's. Helen W. writes, come here for dessert and coffee after lunch. (laughs) What? So you we, go. We, wait, hold on. She, she goes to lunch. There's so much to unpack she, in that person. She eats a full meal. And then she gets dessert and, and coffee. coffee after lunch. 
I'm looking at her order right now. It's literally it's a it's a hot fudge sundae, no nuts, and and a and a hot cup of coffee. That's the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. Right? What is wrong with this person? Helen W. Orlando, you're disgusting. Helen Ugh. W. Come to my house and, and fight me because you're disgusting. She's an elite member of Yelp. Like oh, that tells me everything I need to know about her. Come here for dessert and coffee after lunch. Staff told us peanut is no longer available for Sundays. Oh, Too bad. Fuck. We love the peanut along with the ice cream. Coffee is still the best at any time at McDonald's. We okay. What? The <laughs> coffee is still the best at any time at McDonald's. What does that mean? What a, what a we weird thing to say. Right? It doesn't mean anything. We can't wait to see why they have the special on coffee again soon. Okay. Is that a bot? I don't know. That did seem like a very odd review. Came here for coffee and Wait, dessert click, after click lunch. on her click on her profile. See if we can read more reviews that she This has. is fucking weird. It, let's go down the rabbit hole. Just re- like read all of her reviews. Oh my god, King Cage and Crawfish, Thai place. It's all five stars so far I can see. Wait, Randy P. That looked from Bonita Springs. <laughs> read this one. This is a good one. Randy P. <laughs> Randy P says of Bonita Springs. This is the new crispy chicken sandwich I received today not acceptable. I know how hard it is to put mayo and lettuce on a sandwich. No wonder they want $15 an hour. (laughs) Gotta be exhausting. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. Uh, Randy, there's a lot. Randy P has the, uh, the, the Redskins as his, uh, profile picture. So he sure does. He's a treat. Wow. And this is in 2021 guys. This is not like 95. Like (laughs) this is intense. He was like, and the sandwich, like, honestly, it looked, it looked, I would eat it. It looks great. I don't know. It looks like a normal sandwich to me from McDonald's. Like you're going to McDonald's. Like what? Like, yeah, people deserve to make $15 an hour. You fucking dick. (laughs) Wow. Oh, he's only had one, which is disappointing. Um, does he have any friends? friends? (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) this is intense. Oh, but Carol, Carol's got an American flag. Oh, shit. That's burnt. Oh, Barack Obama. Some sincerely, we the people. It says FYI, Barack Obama. (laughs) No, I'm not logging in. (laughs) This shit. It's okay. It's it's an anti uh, Barack Obama. Okay. And also interesting to note, her last review seems to be in 2015. Oh, maybe she Carol might be dead. All right. Carol. Do not fucking haunt me, bitch. Okay. Okay. Let's 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 read her the slice pizzeria review. One stars. Okay. Took an hour and a half for delivery. Food was cold. Pizzas were just all right. Certainly nothing to brag about. Wings were terrible. Will not ever order from here again. This one should get negative stars. Don't waste your time and money. Well, I can't really falter on that. I like a hot pizza. Uh, yeah, we all like a hot pizza. You know, that's always it's disappointing. Okay, you can look on the right side, her distribution of stars. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, she's only had one five-star review, but she's had she's three from, one-star reviews. She's from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but she's reviewing restaurants in San Antonio, in like Albuquerque, Cooper, Cooper City, Florida. She likes to travel. Oh, so, but opposed to that, Alfredo's got five stars. 
Great pizza, very generous toppings. Okay. Uh, so she likes a soggy pizza is what she's trying to say. All right. I say that bef- between now and next week, we go to Cooper City, Florida, and we go to Alfredo's <laughs> Pizza and we get a slice. Yeah, let's get direction. Have you seen this woman? So- for profile <laughs> from Yelp. Have you seen this woman? I think that ass we should do this. Pizza. <laughs> she just added pizza to the search. It worked. Best bitch. It worked, bitch. It worked. What are you talking about? It worked. <laughs> it worked. Though. All right, get directions though. Quit fucking around. But- <laughs> it says it right there on the right. Oh my God, what are you doing? I want to see how far it is. Like how, how far if we walk? No, I'm just kidding. We're not walking. <laughs> It's it's definitely like all the wow, it's really far. <laughs> oh my god. Look I where know, it is. Like, Holy shit, it's like all the way down by the keys. Yeah, we gotta go. Like that's Whoa. we have to do it. That's insane. It's by the Everglades, you guys. <laughs> what? This woman's wild. They have generous toppings though, Cassie. They do. That's Maybe hilarious. I wonder if Bob L has any more. Oh, Olive Garden. <laughs> three stars damn this guy's never happy he gave it three stars and said the shrimp scampi was horrible he wasn't even hungry why did you go right and then he says no for sea dog cantina no chips no salsa and way overpriced this place was has good atmosphere should do well but i don't think they will (laughs) (laughs) i want to see if the sea dog cantina is still up and running yeah it is oh, it's yeah. doing great actually so yeah because i know that um i know that like when i was younger you could go into a gas station and see newspapers of like who was arrested that week Like that's a soundtrack to my childhood. Almost. For real, right? <laughs> yes, Florida man. The Florida man arrested for carrying a sign showing aborted fetus at a school. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Provocative anti-abortion protester in Florida wielding a sign with images of aborted fetuses was arrested for causing a disturbance outside of an elementary school. <laughs> Borda, by the way. Why is he, why is he at an elementary school? Why? Well, because in case, you know, any of the elementary school students wanted to have an abortion. Of course, all the pregnant third graders. I, I see. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. what? I thought this was going to be like some high school or so social, you know, justice thing. I don't know. <laughs> You think social justice warriors are anti-abortion? You know, kids express themselves in a myriad of ways. So the protester was not named by the Punta Gorda Police Department. However, he is known to local law enforcement officials for his history of offensive signs used to get a rise out of people. Oh, okay. So he's a little troublemaker. I like it. Cool. So he stood near the school's parking lot entrance with a shirt that said fuck abortion and a sign that showed abortion aborted fetuses. 
Let's get to hero. People <laughs> reportedly stop to argue or engage with a man, including a woman with a blowhorn. Others oh, watch yeah. or filmed. He's a hero. <laughs> yeah, also <a> hero. <laughs> Others watched or filmed the contentious scene blocking the traffic as parents filed into the school to pick up their children officials told nbc2 when an officer tried to move the man from the premises he was met with yells and curses according to the station the officer was concerned that the man might hit him with the sign <laughs> oh i'm sure the officer was very concerned i don't know if we've said hmm. this yet in uh in this podcast but fuck cops and I, so, yeah, I'm sure they were just like, hey, hey, sir, Florida police are just like so infamous for their Southern hospitality, I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the school superintendent said that they are an abstinence district and what? Okay. The whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Stop. What's happening? The Florida is on fire. <laughs> the school superintendent said that they are an abstinence district and don't teach or support or abortion. Support. What? So they didn't know why he was protesting abortions at the school. That was what? probably the most wild thing he could have said in response to this man. What? We're an abstinence district and don't teach or support abortion. So they didn't know why he would be protesting abortions. Okay. Uh, police chief Pamela Davis said that the man was not peacefully Did you protesting. Really just read the name Pamela is Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> it could never be a woman. It's police chief Pamela. Okay. He's an Italian Pamela. man, very <laughs> white Italian. Uh, P Pamela Davis said that the man was not peacefully protesting and created a potentially violent situation by harassing kids and parents and disrupting the school schedule. Well, yeah, and <laughs> that that is a crime and we will not allow any individual to harass the citizens or children of Punta Gorda. She said in a statement to the station, that's great. Um, and he was charged with breach of peace and disruption of function of educational institution, which he should have got more because, um, you know, school is not a place to be protesting or causing uh, any kind of a scene after Columbine, like just chill the fuck I, out. I, I don't know how much I agree with that. I think that that might be a bit too uh, all encompassing, you know, like we should be able to protest schools specifically. Like if they're doing something bad, you know, I feel like it'd be real easy for schools to never face repercussions if you weren't allowed to raise a stink. Well, like if you're in a, like, I don't understand if it's like a student or a teacher or um, a parent, but like just some random person, he should have been charged with something like that. He should be Wait, on the what? list. What? He should not be on a list. Why should it be on what? a list? Because what he's is he doing? He's trying to cause a scene because then he can like, sue and be like a big it's like a first amendment auditor that just like goes around and films the police all day like they, they always say like oh we want to make sure that you're safe from these evil police or whatever um which is like a fair thing to do because cops suck but also they just do it for money and like lawsuits and shit okay interesting which, yeah, no hate fuck cops this guy's just causing a scene to cause a scene is my opinion what I can't understand is that how is the superintendent of this school district going to say that they're an abstinence district? What is that? Is that a thing? Is that a phrase maybe? Like, um, wonder if this is some like back end money, grant money that they're getting from their Republican Party. 
to like be like pro abstinence and um anti planned parenthood oh i wouldn't be surprised you know what i mean a florida school district has signed on with an abstinence only center to provide sex education or rather relationship education to teens replacing curriculum that had been informed by the florida department of health <laughs> oh my god jesus fucking christ florida is indeed on fire it is. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Oh, funding increased when George W. Bush was president. His successor, Barack Obama, attempted to end the program and direct money to comprehensive sexual education, but the Republican-led Congress kept it alive. Now, abstinence education gets about $90 million in federal money annually. And this past summer, President Trump cut more than $200 million in federal grants to scores of organizations that work to decrease teen pregnancy rates which could affect such ed- sex education programs in some areas. Wow. I should just go work for Planned Parenthood. This is so depressing. <laughs> I can't believe that they're getting $90 million a year to push abstinence. Isn't that crazy? Did you know this? How do you need, do you need $90 million to say don't have sex? This is such a scam. Like what? Florida man, which is going to lead into the closer of our podcast today. <gasps> 33 states and the District of Columbia require students to receive instructions about HIV and AIDS. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> now you have to include that 33 bit from earlier. Yeah. So all this makes sense. Here we go. Here's an insider article from August 7th. And it reads The family of an unvaccinated Florida man who died of COVID before he could get a shot will hold a vaccine and testing site at his funeral. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. Um, (laughs) What? So why are they having a funeral first off? Like what? (laughs) Why are they having a funeral? What a bizarre question. Why don't they just wait until it's safe? What? He didn't, he die of COVID? (laughs) But like, do you think that they're going to get COVID from his corpse? Well, like gathering, you know, large gatherings. You know, I'm sure they're all vaccinated. If they're if they're holding a vaccination, you know. Well, they're not. That's why they're holding it. Wait, what? I'm just kidding. The f- <laughs> In his honor to urge others to get the shot. Marky Davis, a 28-year-old father and husband, was hospitalized after contracting COVID-19 in July. Super young. So yeah. according to ABC Bad. News, um, he Davis was on a ventilator about for about six days before he died. So, yeah, he was gonna planning on getting the vaccine when he got out of the hospital, but was never he never made it out of the hospital, which is a a good time to remind you, go get vaccinated. right. You know? now we're seeing things completely shift with the delta delta variant. Uh, Marky was twenty eight years old, had the rest of his life in front of him. And because of covid nineteen, specifically the delta variant, he was not vaccinated. His life was cut short. That's crazy, yep. So we're going to get our, our, our COVID stats for the week. Exactly. Hopefully numbers that will get smaller and smaller and smaller as we go, but, um, we'll likely go higher and higher until (laughs) they can't. Exactly. Um, right now we have more COVID hospitalizations than we've ever had during this pandemic. And this is after the vaccine has been available for a minute. So the COVID-19 case rate. So we have um, a record-breaking 23,903 cases right now. Um, 
six Florida church members die within 10 days. Pastor pushes for vaccines. That's a sad story. Um, And oftentimes it's too late by the time these people want to get the vaccine now, like they can't like they're going to die already. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which I hope doesn't happen to me. Damn. Yeah. But, you know, and that's a thing too. Like a lot of people, I think there's like a couple of reasons in Florida why you're not getting vaccinated. Right. So there's you're immune compromised or you have something else wrong with you where you can't. Um, so that obviously are the only people that shouldn't be getting vaccinated. Mm. And then the second would be people like complete anti-vaxxers. They just don't believe in the vaccine or they're scared to get the vaccine. Oh, and then there's the other camp, which is like full on. They don't even believe COVID exists, Yeah, yeah. which is very much a thing in Florida. still. yeah, it's- yeah, it's very crazy. And then the other end of it is like people that can't afford to take a day off of work or I can't afford to be sick on the second shot, which is a lot more people than you would think. And like, that was the camp I fell into. And so I was just kind of hoping like, I was lucky where I'm working from home. So I wasn't going out and I just kind of isolated self isolated through the entire pandemic. And I fucking hoped that it would just go away. And then by the time I realized it was like not going away, I was like, oh shit, I really should have got my vaccine like a long fucking time ago. So, but now I've got to be fair. I was also there literally every day saying, Hey, go get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Like all the time. I kept saying, I don't go anywhere you know, but now I I did do it, you know, so if you haven't do it, like go do it right now, obviously five minutes. Like, (laughs) yeah, the, the, the second appointment for me was like an in and out type of situation. Yeah. And the reality is, you know, because of people not getting vaccinated in Florida, now we're going to have to wear masks indoors, even if we are vaccinated because, um, you know, we're not really protected. We could definitely have a breakthrough infection of the Delta variant or other variants. And so, and it's spreading faster. So that's a problem. So yeah, mask up. That's, that's really the thing is just like mask up if you're not vaccinated. Um, I mean, if you are, even if you are vaccinated, just keep masking up and stay six feet apart. Another thing I've noticed is that people in Florida are back to normal as far as like personal space. Because there was a brief time where people were like standing six feet apart from each other here, and that completely went away. Yeah. So I, I think what's going to have to happen to get vaccination rates up here is someone's going to need to make it so you have to. You know what I mean? I have a lot of friends that are, you know, my age, 25 ish. Uh, I'm not 20, I'm 26. I don't know why I said 25 ish instead of just saying my age. But anyway, <laughs> um, I have a lot of friends that are like, you know, if I have to, I'll go get it. But like, it just seems like a lot of work to go out and get vaccinated. And, and these people are selfish and stupid. But right. like, there's a lot of people like a lot of like, hospital staff, I'm sure are just like, well, you know, I'm not gonna go do it. I work yeah. a lot. You know, shit like that. And, yeah, there's uh, actually a lot of nurses that still refuse to get it here. So it's really disheartening and scary, especially like, I'm just on the heels of watching the Dr. Death series. What the fuck are you talking about, guys? One of the biggest Netflix series out there right now. I'm in touch, okay, with the people. I'm just saying. Your, your hand on the pulse of a nation. What is it? Yeah. Finger on the pulse of a nation. 
Yeah. So, okay. This week, while Florida continues to report COVID-19 cases, Ron DeSantis will be in Las Vegas fundraising for his presidential campaign. So I think that's the scariest thing of all is that, you know, if you hate Florida, you think Florida is disgusting, it's swamp trash. You're right. You know, it is, but he's going to be your president soon. So like, we're just here to warn you to like, please help make this not happen. It's true. <laughs> yeah. He is campaigning for, for president right now. You think that's going to work out for him? Cause I've always thought that, uh, you know, maybe Rick Scott would, uh, take up the mantle one day and just try to be the next huge piece of shit. I could see that too, but yeah. he's, he's definitely going for it. I don't know if he'll win. Poke holes in Rick Scott. He's, he's falling apart. I don't know that DeSantis. I don't know if it wasn't for this red tide thing. I think he might've had a shot, but I think so many Republicans are pissed off at him here too. A lot of, like, he still has a lot of people that love him, but a lot of people's summer and income was ruined because yeah. of this whole red tide thing. And I think, you know, Pinellas is already a blue County. So I don't know who knows, but there's a lot of God. I fucking hope not. I don't want to think about it. That's going to be the like worst fucking couple years of my life and like the best snl season ever i said that about trump too and it just turned out to be a lot of unfunny snl yeah they didn't do great trump they did really good um trump leaving and like biden coming in they did really good covid they didn't do yeah i agree totally snl has never been funny you know I'm 26, so I, I'm not allowed to talk about how great SNL was or wasn't. I like was SNL. Really Here's a great um, article from the New York Post that just came out. Pediatric hospitals in Florida have become completely overwhelmed with young patients battling COVID-19. The grim development comes as Florida on Sunday reported having the highest number of children, 172 hospitalized with the coronavirus, according to data from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The numbers and cases in our hospitals and children and our children's hospitals are completely overwhelmed. Our pediatrics, the nursing, the staff are exhausted, the children are suffering, and it is absolutely devastating. I mean, and there's the, the evidence that you need that children are not immune to this. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when, when the kids have to go back to school without masks in a, a few weeks, it's going to be fucked. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it says even here in the article, parents are shocked because the messaging out there has been that kids don't really get sick with COVID. Mm -hmm. And we didn't see serious illness except for rare instances with the previous strain. But that's not the case with the Delta variant. So I am very nervous, you know, with my kids going back to school um, and Ron DeSantis is threatening to stop funding to public schools if they try to force mask mandates on children being insane mm -hmm. so our kids are going to be completely unprotected thank god my kids are in elementary school and elementary school children love to follow the rules and listen to their teachers and they think it's fun <laughs> to get their stars and smiley faces every day and wear their cool pokemon masks so i'm very happy about that it's way more contagious we just have to kind of hope for the best. And I'm really hoping, kind of banking on that. Hopefully there'll be a vaccine for kids soon. Hopefully. I mean, I, th I think um, like the one that's out now is going to be available to younger kids as uh, more testing happens. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's something to look forward to. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. But I mean, it, it is scary to think about the government just trying to like actively keep schools from protecting children. Yeah. 
like it it is truly insane and there's a section of america that believes literally that covid is not real and that we're just pretending that these people are dying and going to hospitals there's people who are dying in hospitals right now that have no idea that they're dying because their last memory was not feeling well on thursday night and they're in a fucking coma now and they are going to die believing that covid was never real and that they would never get covid because it doesn't exist and it's like it's it's funny to laugh at these people until they're running your country and we're on a path to that again again so let's let's not do that anymore let's stop that as a country and as a state let's just stop florida governor ron DeSantis has faced criticism for forbidding school districts and his state from requiring masks for students and school workers amid the crisis saying it should be up to the parents and employees to decide <laughs> it should not be up to children i'm sorry with the parents the parents aren't sitting with kids in school all day should not be nothing should be up to children children are assholes children are stupid and i i used to be a children exactly i was the biggest asshole you were the biggest asshole child no i disagree with that assessment but i i hear that a lot yeah this is gonna get bad <laughs> florida broke a new record over the weekend yeah, right. the state's hospitalizations also reached their highest point in the pandemic last week uh, with more than 12,864 confirmed COVID-19 patients as of Friday. So that's pretty terrifying, which is crazy to think. It's crazy to think that we have more, the most people in the hospital for COVID in Florida that we've ever had during this entire pandemic, but it doesn't, if you were outside in Florida right now, you would not know that we are in the height of yeah. the pandemic. It, no one cares and it's not even mm. i mean it is obviously very political where there's obviously a side that is ignoring the pandemic entirely but um people on the left over here are just ignoring it because everyone else is and you know why bother i i go to the local 7-eleven you know or whatever and and jesus christ yeah no one wears a mask no one no one's mm -mm. distancing like nothing it's insane no, we're completely back to normal. Like it never happened. It is almost never really happened here at all. I mean, schools shut down for what, two weeks? I want to say not even. I, I yeah, it's like it was yeah. almost summer. So they were like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, no, people really haven't taken it seriously here at all. You did kind of feel like the world was kind of going through it the first time together, even, you know, and it was like, oh, the joke is like the South isn't taking it as seriously and it sucked and it was scary, but like everybody was kind of going through it. But this time, like most of the world isn't going through it. Um, most of the United States is vaccinated and has low cases so i think we just reached 50 percent vaccination yeah in the country yeah okay so yeah i mean that there's just not they're not having this problem in other places um and so like a lot of other places so it's scary kind of to like be i don't know it's like you know that there's something going on but nobody around you is acknowledging it so you're just like constantly being gaslit like all mm. the time <laughs> um so yeah that's a weird feeling. Florida is on gas fire. Mm hmm. It is. Yeah. Make a you know, where it's like uh, people are like, you know, if you need help, blink. It's like if anybody who's not in Florida is listening to this, I'm blinking right now. Like <laughs> we need help. Please remind us like um, that uh, we're all going through the pandemic. All right. How should we end the episode? I don't know. Oh, God. Uh, let's let's go through what we've learned today. What have you learned today, Cassandra? So 
Let me take a look back at my notes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there's lots of good about Florida, a lot of bad, the COVID, the the Florida man of it all, crazy news stories, the natural disasters. There's always lots of great natural stuff about Florida to talk about. And one thing I would like to talk about in the future is some of, more of the good things in Florida, like the Nickelodeon studios that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The haunted mansion at Disney world that does still exist and is still amazing. Yes. Um, lots of haunted adventures that we are going to talk about for Halloween, um, like haunted places in Florida. Yeah. St. Augustine. We're going to have like a a whole special. It's going to be great. Some, some great prolific crimes have happened in Florida. Eileen Warnos, famous serial killer from Florida, you know, the Hogan family, many forget that the Carter, Aaron and Nick Carter are from Tampa, Florida. So yeah, there's lots of good stuff to talk about. And I don't know if we're going to stick with this structure forever, or if we'll just like play around different things. You would call but... what we did today structured. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was very like professional. Reviews. It, it, it was Kelly. Yes. I love the, I love reading Walk these reviews. You, Jessica L you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send her a direct message on Yelp and try to get it on the pod. Right. Well, thanks for uh, listening to our awful and unstructured podcast. We're still learning and we'll probably come up with a better way to organize it in the future. Uh, if you liked what we do, you can check out my sister's podcast uh, and she's going to plug it now. Go ahead. Cassandra explains it all. And you can find this podcast on Instagram at Florida on fire. You can find me, Cassandra Explains It All, on Instagram as well. Hit us up and like and subscribe and go ahead and leave a rating and review on the podcast, Apple Podcast app, because it helps other people find the podcast as well. And also my Twitter is uh, at Zachary Snackery, uh, the correct spelling of Zachary. If you think you have it and you don't, you're stupid. I don't currently have a podcast that I do, but this one, I work on things. Yeah. (laughs) For my awful political takes and my uh, even more awful takes on everything else. Yeah. When you can, I wonder if Florida on fire Twitter is available. We should probably pick it up. It's probably something we should do before we record the podcast. Oh, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening to this and you're with us from day one, like you're, you are in the cool kids club. Um, Exactly. 1.2 people who will listen to this episode. Yes. (laughs) Our real fans. So perfect. Um, And then we'll see you guys next week for some more Florida news. Later. Bye. Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? Are you a pedophile? Congressman. Congressman, are you a pedophile? Get back. Are you a pedophile, Congressman Gates? Are you a pedophile?